Hi, I'm India. And I'm Justin. And welcome to Learning in Lockdown, a podcast all about learning while in isolation. We're going to be bringing you a daily podcast, Monday to Friday, where we teach each other about a random topic that the other one has no idea about. We hope that you enjoy. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Now on with tonight's episode. I told the fans yesterday that they were going to be in for a really, really good episode, didn't I? You did. And no, I, I'm a man of my word and I'm ready to deliver another quality episode. Who's ready? I, I can't wait. Are you ready? Yeah. So Indy can't, Indy can't wait because I have um a lovely... You've got, he's got a prop here. Yeah, I got a prop. So I've got my guitar with me and I said, I was pumped for this one. I said I was going to deliver and here it is. So have a listen. This is just, can you hear it? Probably not. But <laughs> anyway, today's topic for episode nine is, I want, actually I'm not going to tell you the topic yet. Think about, have you ever heard, do you guys like listening to pop songs? I mean, who doesn't? Some people might be in the closet about listening to pop music, but everyone loves a, a catchy pop song. Come on, don't we? So all? you know, like "Let It Be" by the Beatles, yep. "Wrecking Ball," yeah, Miley Cyrus. I mean, Twenty One Guns" by Green Day. There's an absolute bucket load of these pop songs that we mm-hmm. all recognize. We hear every day. We know the words to every single one. We belt them out when we get a bit of alcohol in us. <laughs> But why do we always belt out those pop songs? Do you know why? You're going to tell me why. I know you are. It's because they all share a common trait of sharing the same four chord progression. Mm. So some of you may have seen on YouTube, there's um, an Aussie Aussie comedic band, Axes of Awesome. They did a song and they did the four chord song and they basically played... 30 songs with four chords. <laughs> it's excellent. If you haven't seen it, hop on YouTube and have a little, little Ed Sheeran watch. did one as well. He was um, jamming just like on the radio and someone grabbed it. He got a guitar and they're like, name a song and I'll, I bet you I can play it. And, <laughs> and he did. He went from like yeah, he did Bruno Michael Jackson. Mars, Michael Jackson. He did it all. He covered everything. And um, But there's a reason as to why these songs are so prevalent in our minds and why so many artists write with the same four chords. Like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. People love it. So we're going to go through why four chords, like why these four chords? Interesting. Interesting. Cool. Something a bit different. Yeah. All right. Well, to get, get us in the mood, there's, keys right so when when there's music is written it's written in a key which is basically just a set of notes and a set of chords that Mm -hmm. all sound good together and it's dependent on the voice it's dependent on the type of music there's a whole bunch of things that come into it yeah within those keys this four chord progression is the first chord of the key the fifth chord of the key the sixth chord of the key and the fourth chord of the key played in that order. One, five, six, four. Yeah. We get this awesome four chord type thing. Yeah. Yeah, Well, it's not always upbeat, but I'll I'll explain why. And, and that is the essence of the four chord songs. So in, in music, there's seven notes. So we go from A to G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? And they all have their relative sharp or flat. So it can be A, 
A sharp B, or that can also be A, B flat, B. Does that make sense? Yeah. So technically there's only 14 notes you need to know to be able to play any instrument. You know the notes, you can make up a chord, you can make up a song, you know, Bob's your uncle. It's, it's not really that easy, but that's and a Bob's really... Bob's not really my uncle, so... That's a really <laughs> simplified version. So when you want to play your ukule- ukulele in, you're saying you want to play I that know, out. I was telling Justin the other day, I really want to start learning the ukulele and he was like, ugh. Don't do that. Just yeah. start learning to play the guitar. I'm like, no, I really want to learn the ukulele. Why half ass it, you know? Um, yeah, but I feel as though now is the perfect time for me to pick up the ukulele. I've got all this extra time. Go for why it. Why not? Anyway, so back back to the point. So so why why these four chords? Like, why these four chords, Justin? I can hear you screaming at it. Well, this is why. So if we if we pick the key of C, which is so common, right? The four chords, and I'm just going to rearrange myself here. The four chords that we hear are C, which is the first chord, G, which is the fifth chord, A minor, which is the sixth chord, and F, which is the fourth chord. Why those four chords? So why, if we're talking in the key of C, why those four chords? First of all, they're all diatonic, means they're all in the same key. As I said, we're playing the key of C. Mm-hmm. And they also all use the same seven notes to build up each chord. Seven notes, easy. Easy. That's why they sound, sound related to each other, because it's using the same seven notes. And the main reason is they're two, they're two separate cadences. So what a cadence is, is a progression of two chords that create a sense of final resolution. Can you explain that further? Correct. I can. So what I'll do, if we think about, there's two types. There's a perfect cadence and a plagal cadence, right? So this is this is a perfect cadence. These are just a lot of words. I know, I but I'm, no I'm trying to, no, no, but I'm trying to sound, make it sound simple. Okay. So you can understand, all right? Mm-hmm. So you ready? Yeah. So these, wait, where was I? Yes. So these, all right, ready? Perfect cadence. We're looking at the fifth chord and the first chord. So that means it's a G and a C. The next one is the fourth chord is an F and is a C. So did you hear in those two pieces, if I play the first one, we think about a G, then we think about a C. It's ended. Like we built it up and it ended. We built it up and we ended it. Sort of getting the gist a little bit. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're playing. So what I did there though, so the reason I played C in two separate spots, even though it shouldn't be there, is that the the C, so we're playing, this is our first, first, you get it? The first and sixth. Mm-hmm. So our C and our A minor. So bear with me here. So we've got okay. C and A minor. They're basically the same chord. Look at look at my fingers. Right, this is a C. So they they play a C and an E. That's Justin's a C. fingers didn't move. Correct. But this is an A minor. Watch all I do. So I move. So we have the same two notes. So they're basically the same same. They're the same substitute. I see. And that's why we can do that. And that's why it creates a perfect cadence and a plagal cadence. We build up resolution and we end it. I see. I gotcha. I'm, I've got it now. 
Do you really though? Yeah, no, I understand. Now, if we go back to it, we have the perfect one, five, six, four. We have the one, five, six, four. <laughs> anyway, how how is that sounding? Is that is that really confusing, or are we sort of we sort of getting well, it? Sort I'm, of getting it. I'm not sure for everyone else, but I understand it because you visually showed me. Yeah. Well, maybe we have to do a live stream. Oh, how would you guys feel about that? Live stream <laughs> podcast. All right. So now one more example. Let's think about this. C. Then we have our G. We have our A minor. And we have our F. So think about it. I said we need to do a perfect and the plagal cadence. So our C chord, this is the start and this is the end, right? So the next two chords, G. A minor. So we got C. Building it up. And we end it. Make sense? Makes sense. Clear as mud? Clear as mud. Build up. Then we end it. We're always back to the C. And when this gets going, it's probably hard to understand and hard to hear. But it, the point of it is, is to, on the one and the three, to build it up. And on the other two, is to bring it back to gotcha. Earth. And that's why when that repeats... It's just the same four chords and mm-hmm. we just, we get people caught on it. Nice, so, nice and catchy. Literally. And, that, and that's it. And another reason that this is the case is that the chord progression follows a harmonic rhythm. So I don't fully exactly know what it, what that means, but it's the rate of which all the strings move relative to each note in the chord. They all blend in with each other. They, no note cuts off another note. Basically, they let the note finish. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 it does make so sense. So it, it lets that whole chord play rather than cutting it. Yeah, cutting, cutting it short. Cutting it short, yeah. which doesn't create that sense of... That's kind of like flowing yeah. movement, really nice sound. Yeah, exactly. So if you can think of any pop song, you can literally bring it back to the same four chords. In fact, go on Wikipedia and type in the four chord songs and there's a bucket load of them and that's not even all of them. So how have people not been plagiarizing or not been caught for plagiarizing all these well, four chord songs? Well, they obviously, um, you can't plagiarize because they, they make them their own whether it's in different keys and different sounds and, and different obviously beats and stuff. Like they're not just copying like in essence, music's only 14 notes. <laughs> True. So whoever did use those first 14 notes could be like, oh, everyone's plagiarizing. True. Here. This new crap where they're on like weird computers with fancy little buttons, like that, that's not music to me. Like it's, it doesn't make sense. Personal opinion. I know. I, I can understand how people like them, but it's just, it's not the same. But yeah, technically there's only 14 notes and it's just the way they've been played. And someone back in the day figured it out that, these four chords, this four chord progression, one, five, six, and four in the key seems to just work and people love it and everyone loves it. Everyone buys it forever young. That's a classic example. Yeah. It, it's one of the best songs of all time and it uses four chords. And if you learnt guitar, you could learn these four chords and play forever young in, it'll take you half an hour to learn, <laughs> but it's the way they play it. It just, it just captivates you. And that's because of what I said, it builds up tension resolves it, builds up tension, resolve, and without it, you even consciously knowing 
you just do it. Yeah. So to wrap it up, that's basically the whole essence. The chords one and three, so our C, our A minor and our C, resolve whatever we're building up. And our chords two and four, they're weak chords and they're just there to build the tension. And when we repeat, away you go. So So, it's just like a building and releasing. So yeah, you think about this. Strong, weak, strong, weak, strong. Resolve, build tension, resolve, build tension, resolve. And that's literally four chords in the key of C that can be used to write any pop song you want. Amazing. So now everyone can just go out and be songwriters. You've just... Well, it's... <laughs> sure. Yes, everyone can. Everyone pick up a guitar and go be famous. No, but that's that's the essence to why a lot of people these days probably don't have a lot of respect for musicians that are just classic, come in, play these real basic, catchy songs because they know what works for people and they're just there to get the attention, get the streams get people to buy their songs. They're not actually putting any, I'm going to use in quotation marks, effort into building a song when they can know these four chords work, pick a key and away you go. Yes, I agree with that in some sense. But if people like it and it's catchy and it makes them happy and it makes them get up and dance and sing and whatever, like who cares? No, no, I agree. I'm not not disagreeing. And, you know, not every average Joe can go out and do it. I am so musically challenged, like absolutely musically challenged. So I couldn't be going out and writing four chord songs and playing them. Maybe, maybe once we come out of, maybe after isolation times, um, and I've started playing my ukulele, maybe, but you know, it's, you've made it sound a lot easier than it actually well, and that's, is. And that's the thing because it, it kind of is in, in a sense like, you know, Ed, Ed Sheeran's guilty of it as well. Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, they're all so guilty. If you go and try and learn their music, it's literally four chords. And when you understand those four chords, you can just play any song, put a bit of a strumming pattern to it and then away you go. I know. It's like every time um, Justin pulls out his guitar and he's like, what song should I play? And I ask him to learn a song He'd be like, look at me and kind of just shake his head. He's like, oh, it's four chords. I don't even need to learn it. I'm like, oh, just play it for yeah. me, please. Yeah. So all in all, one and three chords. In, in four chords, one and three resolve the tension. They're like, all right, it's done. The two and the four build it. And they, they sort of get you going, get you on the edge of the seat, and then it ends. So usually they're um, like you start off the song um, with your one chord, you know, finish the first sentence on a two, resolve it going into the second line, build it up, then resolve it. And it just repeats all the way through. And that's that's a four chord song. Pick your key. You know your progression. You know your chords in it. Match it to your voice. Chuck a couple of lyrics on it and sell a million million records. records. Easy as that, hey? Yeah. Anyway, I, ho- I hope that made sense. Like... Obviously, it's a lot more in-depth and, you know, even for me, like I've been playing for a few years, but I only know the surface of it. But that's, like, I know enough to 
to understand how the four chord progression is so popular. And I know by trying to learn them, like Indy said, you just chuck in a song and they're just four chords. Unless you're going into a John Mayer type thing where he just, you know. Now, he tickles the very Tickles talented. the guitar fretboard. Isn't but he? Yeah, he is. He is. And that's because he, he uses other types of scales and makes up his own chords and stuff like that to, to build new music. So four chords. That's all it takes to be a professional songwriter. <laughs> That's it. And a pop star. Cool. Anyway, guys, please, if you found this a little bit difficult, go and re-listen. Um, really try and build your knowledge on it. Learn and learn and learn. And next time you're listening to a, one of your favorite pop songs, try and see if you can spot the four chords and, and understand where the tension's been built and being resolved, it's actually a lot easier than you're probably thinking. You're probably first trying to trying to make it out. But anyway, that's episode nine of the podcast. There is no excuse now. Coming up to Easter with four days off, we've been told to to stay inside, don't go traveling and whatnot, to go and catch up on all our episodes. Oh, so nice we have there, nine Justin. now, and there is no reason. We will, we'll give you one more tomorrow, but there is no reason for you guys not to come back on Monday and not know about 10 new topics that you didn't know before. So we will see you tomorrow. In episode 10 where Indy takes the reins. Ooh, don't have a topic yet. We'll be right. We've got all day. See you guys. Take care.